Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. There's only three things I know on this bitch of an earth. The PS5 is big. The McRib is back. And you're listening to Hey Fam. Hit it. Hit it. All right. Primal. Dork eye. Oh, um, no. <laughs> pretty good, right? Hey Fam, welcome to... for a hawk eye. Hey Fam, welcome to Hey Fam. It's me, Levins. Angus is here too. Can you believe it? You got me. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> um, I'm enjoying so... a, uh, a double iced espresso boss coffee. Oh, beautiful. Um, yeah. Direct from Japan. Well, I mean, no, this is, I think, the Australian bred one. Oh, Not I, bred, I, the brewed one. I forgot that they, um, yeah, they, I forgot they started breeding those here. Yeah, we, we breed them now, but it does say the number one canned coffee in Japan to appeal to the weeb, I think, in all yeah. of us. So, yeah. Well, I mean, ho- hopefully now that they're making them in Australia, we'll get the, uh, the Tommy Lee Jones advertising that made the coffee so famous in Japan to begin with. Well, look, I'm thinking we're going to be getting someone else. They might localize it. Who are you feeling? Uh, the, the Australian Tommy Lee Jones. Who would it be? Russell Crowe? Like Russell Crowe would yeah. be great. Um, I see Russell like walking around and, you know, in a moody black, because all the ads I remember, they're like quite, you know, they're moody. They're black and white. A bunch of them. I see him like cracking open a boss coffee. But to me, like it goes against kind of the nature of Russell Crowe to drink like, pre-made coffee in a can but also it did for tommy lee jones but now he's synonymous with it so. yeah of course i mean you could go either way yep um what about uh john jarrett he'd be a good good pick <laughs> well he just got me too a few years ago so perfect i don't know if you want the time is right i don't know how much a boss move is uh i don't know i don't know how much of a boss you are if you've been uh, called out for abuse actually i'm surprised some shithead marketing company hasn't been like oh we want to rebrand it to girl boss coffee in australia yeah, you're right, because Japan would obviously never do that being a, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it ain't their thing. Um, Kate, Kate yeah, Blanchett yeah. on the cover of all the advertising, smashing a, a girl boss coffee. Yeah, I see like pedestrian doing a activation with them with, uh, you know, doing a, or like someone, someone penning an essay for junkie being like, why I'm no longer drinking boss. And it's just very good. Well, I am no longer not talking about why I'm not drinking, but it's like one of those like inane titles. Um, so look, the reason uh, you know Angus what? is, it, is I'll Angus still is, drink that garbage. The reason Angus is smashing all that garbage is uh, because he hasn't been sleeping. All he's been doing is is watching blockbuster Hollywood pictures. Um, I'm like just mainlining st- them. Shove it in my, stick it in a vein because I, I I've been missing. 
I've been missing lasers in the sky. Uh, a third act of um, <laughs> yeah, of bad things happening and uh, people pulling together to save them. It's been like surreal going to the movies again. So and again, it's and been again, like every and again. second day. Oh, it's insane, dude. Like I, 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 I'm getting on some crazy lists. I'm getting like a lot of invites, and I, I've been getting uh, yeah, some uh, last minute ones. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, yep. I'm, I, see I you like on the I, red carpet, baby. I'm real, like, uh, Yes Man vibes, that Jim Carrey movie. I'm just saying yes to every... <laughs> yes to every invite. So... Yeah, I'd even say yes to a Yes Man re-release uh, invite, you know? What <laughs> the are the... spirit wh- of Yes Man. What are the uh, the blockbusters that you've been seeing in the uh, in the last week? Uh, I, saw, I saw Venom Let There Be Carnage, which is insane that I've managed not to talk about it for an hour on PayFam. <laughs> <laughs> But I saw that and I saw like two months in it early almost, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. We don't get that till January here. What? Yeah, because again, COVID has uh, tricked movie studios in Australia to pretending it's 1997 where we get movies. Like six months, months after America. Yeah, wow. How stupid is that? It's so odd. I, I, Disney hasn't followed suit with that. Like, we're still getting Spidey. Yeah, well, that's Sony. Day, day. Spidey, but. Um, Who is? Oh, this is Sony as well. Yeah, weird. I don't know. Maybe that's like uh, Ghostbusters is very New Year's Day vibes, (laughs) based on our, based on our, uh, you know, our data from when Ghostbusters Two came out. Uh, People want to see this. Like I haven't seen. I don't know. All I've seen since getting out of lockdown is Shang Chi and Eternals, just the MCU joints, just because I feel like we we have to. Um, That's the obligation that I that I that I'll I'll, uh, like adhere to, but. yeah, like, man, I don't know you're, if I have. You're, you're right now, um, Ridley Scott and Martin Scorsese's Public Enemy number yeah, one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. they're not seeing real <laughs> like, cinema. Who is this cinema head that uh, kill him on sight? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know if I have it in me to watch that new Ghostbusters movie. Well, uh, I don't know if this sweetens the deal or sours it, but the, there's no Lady Busters in it. <laughs> Japan, there's no boss. boss the, no, no one drinks a, a girl boss coffee. It's, in, it's actually in, in an Ghost open audition for who's going to be the face of boss coffee. <laughs> Australia ghost bosses. Yeah, no, there's some. There's there's, a, there's ladies in it. Uh, Thank God, brother. Busts. Yeah, maybe one boss. So I won't say. Do any of the characters from Ghostbusters answer the call or whatever it was called? Um, do they? Uh, I'll go into spoilers now, everybody. Um, do you want to know? It's the Force Awakens. Yeah, I, I just want to, I mean, I, obviously I know that that core cast from, like, you know, the, everyone that's alive from the first two ones is going to show up at some point. Um, yeah, they all show up together in the uniform and bust ghosts. But what about the, the Lady Ghostbusters? Oh, they're not in it at they're all. It. So that's what I'm just wondering. That so, so it's completely ignored. <laughs> yeah, it's a sequel to one. It's like the Force it's like the two is kind of reference. It's like a, a, a hard sequel to number one. How... Like okay, which movie is better, Venom Two or or Ghostbusters? Two Sony bangers for twenty twenty one. It's insane that Sony just come out with like two fucking Uzis to my head, and a each each, each bullet is a frame of celluloid from from blockbuster films. What film is better? Uh, I, only, I I do think Ghostbusters Afterlife is like a better film. Absolutely. It's okay. Like, right. Wow. It has like. You know, but however, having said that, uh, Venom wouldn't be too out of place in it, maybe as like a ghost. Like the oh, perfect. Venom. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm hoping, uh, you know, the way the multiverses are working, that something like that 
Uh, yeah, look, I, I, I have, you know, I'm a, I'm a white guy in his 30s, so obviously I have, uh, I'm one of those people, you either have nostalgia for Transformers, Ninja Turtles, or Ghostbusters, if you're like... But you, but you have tra- you have nostalgia for two of those things. I like Ninja Turtles, but like, I was a crazy Ghostbusters kid. I don't uh, get go- the Ghostbusters nostalgia, because like, the movie was do, a comedy. I because they made a TV show. So is that why? Like, is it... Sh- it's the cartoon series that people have nostalgia for, is that... Totally, because there's merchandise everywhere. I was, like, three, and it was a cartoon series. It's, like, canon, I think, and it's, and, like... And there's, like, no jokes in the cartoon series, right? Like, it's... Yeah, it's, it's pretty. Like, it's a pretty serious, somber affair. No, it's for kids. It's for, right. it's for, like, five-year-olds. Of course, there's jokes in it. I think there's no serious. Why do people take it anything. so seriously? I, f- I swear that's where this, like, well, real, it's like male right, toxic anyone... love for Ghostbusters comes from. Why do people take, like, MCU seriously? It's the same thing. It's all this baby content that's been now yeah. marketed at adults. It's, like, it's not synonymous to Ghostbusters at all. It's, like, it's it's all of them. It's every It's Star Wars. It's it's everything ever. Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> it's not, like, a, a we're gonna talk about Ghostbusters. <clears throat> we're going to talk about Bebop, <clears throat> Cowboy Bebop, and, uh, and, and Hawkeye in this episode. And Cowboy <sighs> Bebop definitely is, like... Like someone who like maybe watched a few episodes of the anime and was like, "Cool, let's just do the same shit that we always do for for a Hollywood version of something." Um, and weirdly, like I feel like MCU, like for sorry for MCU stuff, like Hawkeye is weirdly groundbreaking in that it is like just like a fun adventure that doesn't it's rely. The first time they've set a uh, MCU in New York City since Homecoming, like oh, fifteen movies ago. So insane. Um, yeah, um, but no, I think like. Uh, you know, politics, whatever aside, but yeah, it, that phenomenon is not at all unique to Ghostbusters. I think it's because I just particularly, I just because I just because I don't think I don't like the source material. Like the, that first movie is like heaps funny. Like it's a funny. Yeah, it's, it's an SNL comedy. movie. It's like a blue collar dudes like getting together. It's like a schlobby. It's like it, it's the type of movie that like we remember like. At one point, they were going to make it, and they were casting like Jonah Hill and Seth Rogen. And remember, there was all yeah, those there was, rumors. The adjacent, like one, it's yeah. that. It's like Frat Pack. It's the guys that did Animal House. Like it's literally, yeah. It's like a comedy, and I don't know. I guess it's also like a broad movie. So I guess it, you know, it made so much money, and it's not like a, it's not funny, funny. It's just, it's like I think it's more conceptual funny than funny. <laughs> it's like about chubby dudes who fight ghosts who are heroes which i think is like the the, the joke is there dan Aykroyd gets sucked off by a by a librarian ghost look i point. thought he did but i rewatched it he he dreams it oh damn it okay yeah so there goes my fucking <laughs> i had to hand, i had to um there goes your fandom dissert- <laughs> no i had to shred my dissertation i'm no longer getting my doctorate because <laughs> it was called uh why dan Aykroyd uh, getting a gobby in ghostbusters is uh you know uh Awesome the girl bro. bossification. Yeah, the girl bossification of the ghost. No, the ghost who sucked off Dan Aykroyd is the girl boss of the G- of the uh, GBU brackets Ghostbusters universe. Um, I don't know. It is it is eerily similar to The Force Awakens in that it's written by the guy who made the other ones and like directed by his son. There's a metaness to it, like Force Awakens, where the Ghostbusters are known in universe and people are like. Oh, what are the ghosts? But and they're like, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Paul Rudd's character was like a kid of the '80s, so he like knows about them and like showing clips on YouTube. He's like, "How do you guys not know about this?" And it's kind of that. It's very Force Awakens, and I'm like, "Uh, Force Awakens was such a good, great like remix and like reboot." Like I think now this is like the the next 
This is the only successful version of that I've seen. Like that, that great that great scene in Force Awakens when Han Solo is showing clips of uh, of Tie Fighters on YouTube to Ray yeah. and be like, "How do you guys not know about this?" Yeah, yeah. No, the the clips where uh, Han Solo is like, "Who are you going to call?" <laughs> <laughs> he speeds off the Millennium Falcon, going, "I am afraid of no ghost." Uh, but yeah, look, it's fine. Again, it's strange. It's kind of like this wholesomeness to it, which doesn't quite work. Uh, but. I think the behind the scenes is far more interesting. I'm more, I'm more interested in a movie about like why it took them 30 years to try and make this and it ended up being The Sun. It's kind of more interesting like hearing Bill Murray not wanting to do it for so long. Like that to me is the interesting thing. It's kind of, I guess one thing that I could say that I liked, which is a good thing about it a lot, is um when the Ghostbusters show up, I'm like, oh yeah, they're in this. Like I was invested in the new cast. Okay, that's like, good. Heaps. Yeah, I wasn't going like, where are they? Where are they? I was like, Oh, that's right. They're in this. Like, I was already just into it. Were their cameos, like, pretty phoned in, like the last one? or No, no it's like, a, it's very deus ex machina. It's like, they come as the Ghostbusters when they're needed. Okay. I, kind of Egon's the main character, which is cool, because I always liked Egon and then Harold Ramis, and you don't really get Isn't much it, about How him. is he the main character He's- if he's dead? You gotta watch the movie. It's about ghosts, my man. Oh, goddamn. Okay. <laughs> it's good, uh, look at the first, uh, yeah, the, the, the first five letters of... I've, I, I've just been fo- focusing on the busting part. Yeah, I know. I know. I know that's why they ejected you from the 2016 remake. <laughs> Too busy busting. <laughs> but it is kind of like, it is, it is funny and cynical and sad that you're just like, oh yeah, they've just literally gone... <laughs> Fuck that movie so much. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Despite the fact they all appeared in it too. It's really funny. Yeah, whereas like, yeah, I kind of do admire that Star Wars still treats those prequels with the same level of respect they do the original trilogy in terms of referencing it now and building yeah. things from... Yeah, I mean, you couldn't reference this though because like it, it, it purposely, the Paul Feig script purposely does not set it in the universe. These are the first... Yeah, that was such a weird decision. So, I guess, like, you know, you couldn't reference them without it being too fourth wall breaking anyway. Yeah. 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 No, it's cool. It, 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 it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it, the, surprisingly, the character called Podcaster doesn't suck. Oh, wow. Does he have a podcast? Yeah, he's like a kid who has a podcast. And kids, <laughs> everyone calls him Podcast because of that? No, no one does. But he insists on that being his name. That's amazing. It's finally nice to have representation in film, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of, I guess, there's like kid versions or something. Not kid, but younger versions. He's like the young Dan Aykroyd. He's like eager and happy and very into it. And what about Venom, Let There Be Carnage? Were you satisfied with the level of carnage that they let there be? There's carnage from the get-go. And you know, um, I'm a fan, you're a fan of when a movie... Um, says its title generally by a character staring down the barrel of a camera. Yeah, of course. Like, I, honestly, why would you make a movie if a character didn't do that? Especially if it's called Let There Be Carnage. I mean, there's no way, especially if you're casting the likes of Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson, that you've got to get one of them and throw them a bone. So Woody and Harrelson yes. at one point looks dead at the camera and says, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. 100, yeah, yeah, that's how it opens. <laughs> Yeah, uh, man, it's great. It's like 80 minutes. Uh, I think there's four or five sets in this one. Kind of like the first movie where there's like... It's it's just like maybe five people are in the movie and there's not many sets. It's that really rules. funny. That's so funny. I was loving it, man. It's it's so good. It's it's what you've... I mean, I know we're getting this late, uh, but it has it is what you've heard. It's like the, the script 
My, man, my favourite part was when the credits started at the end. Not because it was over, but because one of the first credits was <laughs> story by Tom Hardy. Yep. <laughs> he just, like, this guy loves Venom. <laughs> He's, like, pitching stories. It's so good. Uh, yeah, it's just, like, 80 minutes. It's so dumb. It's, it's, it's as goofy as hell. Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock is, like, my favourite comic book character on, on screen, I think. He's just, like... He's just like a loser. <laughs> it's so funny. He actually would be one of the. He would be great as one of the Ghostbusters. You know, like a moron who yeah, yeah. doesn't really have it together. Does uh, um? Yeah. Is there anything on the level of the the lobster scene from the first Venom? Yeah, like Venom. <laughs> Venom goes to a rave, and I when I say Venom, it's it is because he has split from Eddie Brock. They have a fight, and so Venom kind of goes out on the town. <laughs> it's, He's like telling strangers how much Eddie's a loser and he's better than him. It's like oh, they're basically amazing. they're basically like a, a same sex couple in this. It's yep. kind of like the illusion. It's yeah, and Venom kind of has a night out to blow off some steam. He's wearing like thirty glow sticks, and everyone's like, "Cool costume, man!" And he's like grabs a microphone and just starts saying like how better he is, how much better he is than Eddie, and Eddie doesn't deserve him and stuff like that. Does anyone know who Eddie is in the room? No. That's great. He's like hell-bent on hating Eddie Brock. He has a, yeah, because Eddie isn't letting him eat heads and they keep like chickens in the house for Venom to eat. <laughs> like, like, like alive chickens? Yeah, they break into like chicken coops so he can eat chickens because he, oh uh, he, he needs to eat heads and um, Eddie has to keep stopping him from eating people. Is the um the big final battle like as bad as the first movie's big final battle was? It's better because like everyone is in it. Uh everybody is here. <laughs> like uh the, the the new boyfriend's in it helping, Michelle Williams is in it helping, like it's like a team effort. It's just like okay, Venom right. and Friends. <laughs> yeah. In a church. Because like no one can make a movie with a symbiote uh outside of Venom One. <laughs> you know, Spider Man three and this has employed the use of a church to to like ring the bell and get rid of the symbiotes and stuff. Does um does Andy Circus make a cameo in his mo- in the movie he directed? No, I mean if he did, I you know, he's doing his job well because I couldn't I couldn't notice. Captain Haddock doesn't suddenly show up mid mid movie. No, Gollum doesn't call the symbiote his precious. <laughs> Snoke doesn't get decapitated. Fuck, uh, yeah, what a, what so a great goofy, what a great lineup of characters he's been. Uh, he roars, yeah. King Kong, <laughs> Caesar the Ape, Claw, yeah, he's, he, he, Claw. Who man? I, I I bet MCU are kicking themselves for killing him and Killmonger. I I reckon you can bring him back somehow. Claw is so good. Yeah, totally he would be great villain to keep around, just like forever, just someone who's always fucking up plans. Yes, definitely. They'll bring um, him back. They have to. Yeah. Um, yeah, Venom was great. I loved it, man. It was, it was so fun. It's so quick. It's so stupid. It's just like, yeah. There's nothing on. I guess there's. I don't know. Maybe the maybe, maybe the whole movie is a lobster scene, which is why I can't right. like pinpoint. Yeah, like yeah, there's scenes I'm- where they just like cook together in the kitchen, and there's a scene where like Venom basically <laughs> shouldn't laugh, but he like it's like a DV scene where he like beats up Eddie for like. <laughs> 
in the house and like tries to kick Eddie out and like they have a fight and domestic like they have a full fight and he's like breaking Eddie's things. He's like, no, not that. And he's like he's like kicking the shit out of him and throwing him around the room. And it's like not funny in the like you know that someone's getting beat up at home uh, yep. in a in an abusive relationship. Yeah, I think Eddie even like calls him out a few times. Like this is an abusive relationship. And he's like ah Eddie, you're such a pussy. And he's like just throws his TV at him. It's so fucked. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, great. I can't wait. So that's it's, out. It's calling him. That's finally out this weekend. I think in. Uh, I think it's in out. Sydney. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go see it before we record next yeah. week. And it was great because I went there to see it, and like it was like a DJ, and like they turned it all into like a black light glow rave for the cinema, and you just like fuck yeah, premieres are back. What was the uh, What was the food like? There was no food. Uh, Damn, I think it's a COVID thing. Yeah, I think that you know okay. it's like uh, popcorn that's pre-prepared. You can't even eat drinks. anymore. But there's a good Baskin Robbins attached to the entertainment quarter Hoyt, so I've been getting some like really nice ice creams. Yeah, excellent, good job. Uh, Ghostbusters had the Ecto One, which was very nice. Always exciting to see that one IRL. Yep, nice. Got a, got a photo with that, and uh, yeah, just they kept playing songs. I guess they had like a streaming playlist, and they I, I think whoever worked there typed in the word ghost because they're just playing every song that has ghost in the title. I've definitely done DJ sets just like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was no DJ even, so that was great. Uh, and there you could get a goofy photo with um, this film, Slimer. Look, this movie, I, I, I've got to say it's good that Slimer's not in it. Uh, they don't pander mm-hmm. to being like... Because it's set somewhere else. So, like, you know, uh, ghosts be haunted in different places. Yeah, right. So, I guess I'll, I'll have to wait till January to see it. Um, I, I feel I'm sure, like... I'm sure, uh, I'm sure uh, you know... It might it might fall on your lap beforehand somehow. Somehow, um, so let's move from uh, from the silver screen to the is it the, the bronze the screen? Flat screen. Yeah, the flat screen. Um, uh, the Cowboy Bebop Netflix adaptation. It's the CBCU. It's the Cowboy Bebop Cinematic Universe. So it all dropped. Is it twelve episodes all up? I don't know. Maybe it might be eight. It could be ten. It might even be the twelve that you've just mentioned. I uh, I'll never tell. It's got John Sh- ten episodes. There you go. John Cho is uh is Spike and um Harold and Kumar's own John Cho. And like this is like yeah the, the start of like a, a a very terrifying new path that Netflix is going to go down where they're just going to buy manga and anime uh series and adapt them. Um Well, it's almost like the week that this premiere they revealed the cast of uh One Piece. The, the shirt you're wearing right now, One yep, Piece. Big One Piece. Big One Piece head over here. But as I said in the past, there already is a a weekly adaptation of One Piece which I don't really watch. So, if the Netflix adaptation of, of One Piece is bad, which I'm after watching Cowboy Bebop, I'm almost certain it will be. Um I I it's you know, it's it's just another One Piece adaptation that I'm not going to watch. I, that, actually, funnily enough, I did watch episode 1000 of One Piece this week because uh, it just oh. dropped. And um, I watched it on uh, on Crunchyroll and I was like, oh, I, surely they'll do something big and cool for the thousands, that thousands episode. And it was a regular episode, except before any of the Straw Hat, like any of the 10 main characters did anything, it would freeze. Then it would show like a montage of clips from the history of the anime, but they didn't reanimate it. So it would just like change the, um, that ratio, the ratio, like several times as we see like various clips from highlights of the series, then it would go Very back cool. to the character as they like, you know, kick a dinosaur in the head or some shit. And then they did it for every single one of the characters. It was such like, just like 
it's why I don't like the anime. It just is so slow. It utilizes so much filler. Um, and yeah, every now and then there's like a really well animated episode and you would think they would make the thousandth episode, no. thousandth episode, um, the, uh, the, like, you know, the most beautiful episode they've ever made this celebration of the series. But instead they were just like, no, let's do another clip show. Uh, and give our animators. Yeah, that's, that's- I mean, fair enough. The, giving the animators a break because it is a weekly show. But like, I maintain that like One Piece, the anime, give the next week off would be so much better if they just only made you know twenty six episodes a year as uh. opposed to fifty two. Yeah, well, you know what? I yeah yeah. Thanks, bro. <laughs> thanks for your input. I appreciate it. Cowboy Bebop yeah, though, um, man. I have to admit, I couldn't even get past the the the, the first episode. Look, I haven't watched it yet. That's the rest. I mean, but that's because I've been watching like forty movies. So. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you've been in the cinema. Um, I couldn't even finish the first episode. It wasn't necessarily awful. I just oh really? I, I watched like the like like the intro, which was like for me it was like this the, is like the, the Drake album all over again. The heist. This is me review. I, I don't know, man. Fuck it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't have time to hate watch things anymore. I, di- I didn't I, that, hate watch that, it. I went in with an open mind. Uh, me too. To, you know, I was. I had my mind. Me. I had my mind open for the first like twenty five minutes, and then I was like, I don't need to watch the rest of this. I don't care. Um, yeah. Look, uh, I, I wonder who it's for. Um, I look. I didn't hate it at all. I was like, this out of all anime, <laughs> all anime does is eat hot chip, be bisexual, and bounty hunt. No, out of all anime, this this totally makes sense as one you would adapt because it's not really bound to, like, a Japanese setting. Like, it, it bypasses a lot of those initial, like, oh, you can't cast uh, Daniel Radcliffe as Shinji. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> or, like, you know, you remember the, like, the ill will immediately when or the, the, the dozens of pitched Akira adaptations come out and it's yep. like, oh, we're going to set it in Neo Soul uh, <laughs> and Hugh, Hugh, uh, uh, Hugo Weaving's playing uh, All the Canada. Villains. And we're like, no, yeah. <laughs> no, don't do that. It's what I think really, you know, why this loans itself and it's a no-brainer is it's all like set in space and it's like the, the anime itself is like, you know, not bound to being set in Japan or none of the cast, uh, like... You know, they're not Japanese, like, they're never told, like, oh, this person's from Japan, this is that, and it really does, like, invite itself to, like, a multiracial cast and stuff. So, from the get-go, I'm like, yeah, it immediately bypasses that, uh, that uncanny anime valley, I think Mm -hmm. we can call it, you know, where you're just like, this is wrong. Um, so I think that's why it's a... Uncanime valley. Yeah, uncanime valley. So, I, I don't know, it does make sense, um... I don't know, man. I, I was like, this is obviously made with love um, of someone who's like a fan. And then I immediately watched the first episode afterwards of the anime. Yeah, which is a lot um, of fun. But uh, that's, so uh, my- it's a lot of fun. It's so perfect. The length is like, the worst thing about this is the length of the episodes, I find. like there's Th- That's no why I stopped. To be- I was just like, I've seen yeah. enough of this. This, I, I should, this should no be the end of the episode. Be- there should be 30 minutes maximum. Like, there's no need for it to be an hour long. Um, and it's not like they're condensing two stories into one because it's its own thing. But yeah, but, that, that to me is the, the biggest complaint. Well, I no, the cast was it's, its, own, it's its own thing, but it's also adapting like the first episode in the first episode. Like you have like, yeah, almost I mean, scene for scene like, recreation of the, um, the when he first takes the eye drop. Oh yeah, but I mean like um, it's not. Sorry, I, I meant to say like because it's ten episodes, it's not like doing two stories in each one, like yeah, like, sure. one to one adaptation. Like I, I from what I've read and know, like it's already different. Like Faye doesn't appear till like a few episodes in in the anime, and uh, they're playing with timelines. And I've you know someone said a friend of mine watched it's like oh it's like um 
end of sorry it's like uh evangelion rebuild vibes it's like they're doing something purposely different in this like as a that plays with your expectations that opening scene that high the the you know the the bank heist yeah. that they that they stopped great oh, yeah but it just felt like guardians of the galaxy to me like it didn't feel necessarily cowboy bebop-ish at all like i don't I mean, the, the tone was just like you know it's like you said it's like that everything is like this you know ai made kind of thing yeah. to appeal to nostalgia and this i felt like more than anything that i've seen recently just felt like like this we i don't i've i've never said the word hollyfoot occasion uh on this podcast before but like this just felt i don't know like just so soulless just like yeah let's just make it like you know there are a bunch of like wise cracking there are a motley crew of people that you know are they friends yeah, are they frenemies lost. i don't know it, and it's it just definitely like- didn't feel cool <laughs> where the anime oozes coolness yeah like it yeah. didn't feel cool um, I don't know, like, this doesn't need to exist, but then again, as I've said before, nothing needs to exist, but th- these are businesses, and we we often forget that these are, like, <laughs> sinister businesses run by, like, old white dudes who are, like, you know, do Ghostbusters Afterlife to appeal to people who hated the other one, like, it is, so, like, but again, with Netflix, like, we don't ever see their data, we don't know how much, we don't really know numbers, but, like, you know, we do know they've been going ham on acquiring anime properties for the last, like, three years, and... You know, uh, yeah, this has been, man, this has been, like, remember, like, 20 years ago, like, Keanu Reeves was mentioned as, like, playing Spike yeah, in yeah. a film adaptation. Like, this this thing's been trying to, like, someone's been trying to adapt Cowboy Bebop since day dot. It's crazy to see it finally happen, and it's even weirder that it's on Netflix, I think. I don't know. Yeah, look, I think, um, I think, like, John Cho is so charismatic and good in this like i want to mm. like it from that point of view because i think he's done an he's awesome great. job he looks hot as hell uh I he think, looks fantastic uh, the dude who plays jet is really good too like oh, the, jet, the, jet's two. probably the best i'd say out of the characters and, and when i say best uh he's the person who like i think nails the jet from the anime more than like anyone else nails their brief but like i saw i skipped i, I saw a clip on on online of um of ed have you seen that? Oh yeah, I I I I I saw a photo, and I guess that's like the the like last episode tease. Man, it's a it's a brutal brutal scene. Yeah, I know. Ed, I was like curious, you know, because Ed is, I guess, like a uh, you know, a character that enters the anime halfway through, and I know, like, you know, for the time, like, I guess it's like. You know, that was weren't they like gender like ambiguous or they were kind of like fluid? I think that is the the point of Ed. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, she's played by uh, someone called Ian well, Perkins in this, and uh, they're played. I think they I, I think Ian Perkins is uh, like identifies as a they. I was reading. Okay, sweet. Um, an interview with them, but yeah, it's like. Um, I was wondering, like, because I obviously, I, I, you know, I don't know, I, I don't know, like if people are into Ed's depiction in the anime or not, if it's outdated, I'd assume being Japanese, it's outdated. I don't know, actually. I really don't know. But they'll get Ed's um, very, like, you know, bubbly and, and like, a kind of character. This that character basically like... can't work in the real world. Like, and they are such a animated character in, like, theory and execution. They they uh, try to be quite accurate to the, to the, to the anime, and I don't well, know. I saw a photo, and I works. honestly... I saw it retweeted with, like, the caption, this looks like a Spy Kids villain, and I'm like, yeah, it actually does. 
Yeah, funnily Again, enough, I haven't uh, seen it, so I don't want to like weigh in on it without having watched it. Uh, I will watch this, I think, um, just because like fuck my life up. But I'm actually watching the anime again because I started the first episode straight after, and I was like, "Fuck, this is like a better version of." I'm I'm sure like two minutes of this anime was better than that hour of the pilot episode. Absolutely, it is. Like, and that's the thing. I feel like there are a lot of people watching this 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 remake for the first time without watching the anime, and like, just guys, just watch the anime. It's really good. And yeah, I w- but like that's never going to happen. Like you know, I've never read the but Jurassic. It's, it's Park also book. on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but, yeah, but like, the, the Jurassic people, Park people, film people, adaptation is incredible. You don't need to. Yeah, watch but no one the, like people aren't like us. Like they will watch a live action one that's new. Like the casual. This is made for casual viewers. Yeah. I think more than fans. Like I think it's made with both in mind. But again, it's like you actually can't please everybody, and that's probably where a product will suffer when you're trying to be too many things to too many people. I, like, I wish, I wish Netflix. I don't know. For me, I just I would much rather watch animated shit. Like you know, in like, oh same. I'd rather world. them give every person involved with this, uh, you know, like a new property to work on. Exactly, yeah. and like you're so and talented. Look, Netflix do do produce a number of animated productions, and I think that's cool. But I, I I hate that like their like kind of answer to all this anime stuff is like let's do a live action version of it. I I, I will never. Well, I'm hoping want to now say that. the you know I'm hoping the uh you know maybe the frosty reception to this has them rethink that. Yeah, I mean, look, they're, and they're, I mean, it's fuck, too far one gone like, for One Piece to to be cancelled now. I feel like. Um, I don't so. know. All you need to do is plant some evidence on someone, say they're in Jeffrey Epstein's little black book, and that wow. show comes down like a fucking house of cards. Spoken like someone who's done it time and time again. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, like, fuck. I guess I think I said to you, I'm like, at least this means, like, the reception to this means, like, there is no chance that an Evangelion adaptation will happen. Because that movie is so bound to its setting, and yeah. I yeah. just I don't see Anno being like yes you can remake Evangelion like it is quite a sacred cow besides its merchandising which yeah. you know pays for the films. But Look, we we had like Star Wars Visions this year and we had and we you know we we rewatched rewatched uh Matrix, Sometimes the best anime Animatrix. is the yeah. Disney anime. <laughs> no, but it's like I would much rather Hollywood studios invest in in more anime being made than just doing live action versions of anime. Oh totally, 100%. But yeah, unfortunately yeah, this is the world where, you know... This is the uh, way. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to say, best thing about Ghostbusters Afterlife, the ghost core uh, symbol is at the start. You know, the, like, production company they made when they were hoping oh, to... right. Yeah. It was really funny. I was Wor- like, worth seeing on the big screen, everybody. I stood up and saluted it. I, unfortunately, the Dark Universe one did enough. Although I just had a flashback. But there, to are, when- there are ghosts in it. So I'm like, you know, this could technically be a Dark Universe joint. I, I just had a flashback to when we were watching, I think it was a DC movie. And before it started, um, a guy in front of us started like complaining about how much he hated the Warner Brothers logo. Yes. Yes. Like Is very passionately. Was it uh, maybe... I think it was Aquaman. I think that's the last like DC. I remember at Aquaman we got shushed because we started wait, laughing. Wait, 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 wait! It was as Birds of started. Prey. But was it? Yeah, okay, maybe. It was Birds of Prey. I, I feel like it was longer ago. Look, it's like maybe somewhere... he found it sexist that like brothers. Maybe he's like, I wanted to be like Warner sisters, non binary. You know, I'm, I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually spearheading the girl bossification of Boss Coffee. And I, I'm, I'm getting very offended by <laughs> the Warner Brothers logo. Well, Angus- um, yeah, look, I look, I think I'll watch it out of like morbid curiosity. Like I didn't hate it. I did think like, and again, like as someone who's watched the anime, I think this is just like dumb fuck. 
content made for me to switch my brain off and I don't care. And I was like, oh yeah, cool. The ship looks like that. Oh, cool. That's like, oh, cool. I know that shot. Like I, I hated that. I was like, I didn't hate it, but I was just like, whatever. Like I, yeah, I'm the market for this, I guess. And I'm just going to sit and watch it. But then it's very telling that I continued and just kept watching the anime instead of this. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, 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 look, I, I, I did just hate watch all 10 episodes of the morning show season two that finally, yeah, you've got, yeah, it, you've it's over. You hate watching. I think I just like, I, 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 I certainly didn't hate Cowboy Bebop. I was just like, I just have a million things I would rather be doing than watching this right now. It's, it's, it's totally that first episode is fine, I guess. But yeah. I, I, don't, I don't need to watch it. Um, and, no, and, and, I, and I don't want to force myself to watch something that I'm already not feeling because then I'm just going to be like, well, yeah, I, I, I watched the whole thing and I didn't like it. So here's why. Mm. I don't know. Um, I'm good. Man, that uh, Morning Worlds, Morning Show, Season 2, one of the stupidest things I've ever watched in my life. Um, it spent 10 episodes setting up that, like, you know, it was going to be set as COVID hits America. Um <clears throat> and I was like, oh, that could be interesting. You know, obviously someone from the studio of this morning show is going to get COVID and like, mm. it'll be a fun drama as we work out who from the studio is going to get COVID, who's got, you know, who's going to be more prone to being very sick by it, who's going to die from COVID. And instead of that being like this fun mystery that kind of like, you know, is is peppered throughout the season, um, a character doesn't get COVID until the second last episode and then the final episode ends with the knowledge that, like, oh, yep, maybe a bunch of people from the studio are also going to have it too. But then, the, then it, the season two ends. We don't know if there's going to be a season three. And I don't care. I hope there isn't one. Because that was, I think, maybe so the worst season they of the, don't the TV know show I've ever seen. They haven't announced it. Honestly, if they do, I, 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 I'm going to throw all my Apple products into the sea. Cool. Okay, just give me some, maybe. Yeah, okay. That's what I, re- I, I refer to the sea as your house. Your house is the sea to me. Yeah. The, just... It stands for, <laughs> stands for the cunt zone. Yeah, the sea. Perfect. The letter C. You were actually saying the letter C then. Yeah. The crypto, um... the crypto manor. <laughs> All right, so we've got we've got a show that I that I really enjoyed. Hey, have you first watched? Episodes, I finished Squid Game. Did you watch Squid Game? I have not. I have not Squid Gamed, but I learned today that um, the uh, the record breaking. <laughs> First weekend yeah. or whatever that had is, has already been surpassed by a show I've never heard of. South Korea, another show. It's by the uh, director of uh, Train to Busan. Oh, cool. What's it yeah. called? Like, uh, it's a series. Uh, it's, Kajima's, it's Kajima's favorite show. He loves it. There you go. Neither of us know what it's called. It is. Um, but well, it's hey, like a word. It's definitely a word. I think it's called Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, and hey, look, I'm, I'm I'm taking a leaf out of your book. Instead of watching um, the original Squid Game, I'm going to be watching every episode of Mr. Beast's real life Squid Game. Dude, that's why I was I just saw it flash up on my screen. Who is Mr. Beast? Is he like he's like the most famous YouTuber ever? And I've never watched a single second of anything that he's done. But what does he, he do? Let's- well, he, he makes he he gets all of his videos get like millions of views. I did like a small troll through his Twitter feed yesterday, and all he does is like just post. Screenshots. He's a YouTuber, of- businessman, and philanthropist. <coughs> philanthropist. Is that philanthropist. 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 Yeah, philanthropist. Um, but yeah, he does. So he does like charity through his videos. But be- be- I think that's the why you watch his videos because he he throws away so much money while he does them. Um, oh, okay. So it's like, oh wow, he like he spent two million dollars on this video, but then he has get- inflammatory bowel condition. He has Crohn's disease. I'm on his personal life tab. Uh, yeah, he just he's just oh. raising money, raising money for his bowels, on it yeah. with every video. 
Uh, in May 2021, there's an article in the New York Times about his allegations of workplace bullying. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm going to take this opportunity to cancel Mr. Beast. R.I.P. Mr. Beast. Um, the true victim of his own squid game. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, let's talk about Hawkeye. Can we talk about Hawkeye? I think so. Great. I, I, I appreciate you allowing this. So we got the, what is it? One, two, three, four, f- fifth Marvel uh, Disney Plus TV show for 2021 dropped uh, in this week. In as many years. Well, no, in, in one year. It's felt like a year. It's felt like five years. Yeah, sure. Um, we have WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, um, What If, Loki, and now Hawkeye. And it's been a bumpy year for Marvel. I feel like it obviously did not go to plan because of COVID and cinemas being shut in America and around the world. Um, I think a lot of um, uh, fitted cap shops have been closed too. So Kevin Feige's had a bit of a rough year deciding what to wear. Uh, He had to hire a guy. He, someone yeah, actually fitted to rocket red carpets and stuff. He's someone sews him time. sews him a new baseball cap to wear um, yeah, every day. Shipping times are delayed. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> so it's been it's, a it's, been, it's year. been it's been drama from the top down, hasn't it? And like yeah, Eternals is like you know one of the most polarizing movies that the MCU has ever uh, put th- put out. Um, I, I I would go as far as like saying the worst one too. Um, yeah, it was, it 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 was a fans, hell of a. And slug. I know a lot of our I know a lot of our audience think I'm. Uh, a madman for saying I'd rather watch Wonder Woman 1984 again, but I stand by it. <laughs> um, but, you know, as we were reviewing Eternals, I did say, like, you know, it kind of doesn't matter what what they do because they just have that many projects. And especially when you're ending the year with mm. Hawkeye and, and Spider-Man, um, you know, to returning to things that people already love. Well, I don't know if everyone, anyone really loves Hawkeye yet, but everything we about do. this show... Yeah, we love I, like, the character. He's always been my favorite Avenger and yours. <laughs> well, he's been mine. Like I've I've on the record of saying like I'm a Hawkeye head. I mean, I like him in uh, in Civil War, and I like him in. He's the only thing I like about Age of Ultron. But yeah, 
before that, like, I don't like him in the first Avengers movie. Well, he doesn't really do anything in it. I like it when he's, like, you know, doesn't have blue eyes. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's like, I think I've said before, we're now that era of Marvel where there's so much now that it's like when Pixar hit, like, having 20 films and you're like, oh yeah, I don't actually have to watch or like them all. Like, man, <laughs> I keep seeing ads for um, Encanto, the, the Lin-Manuel Miranda Disney movie. And yeah. it's so funny to me that, like, like Disney are really, really trying to have like these, like you know, ethnically diverse uh, movies now be part of the, the lexicon of, of of their what was an exclusively Aryan uh, lineup of of musical numbers, but they all of the the three D Disney movies characters they all have exactly the same eyes. Yeah, they've all, they're all it's written. Terrifying. All the songs are written by Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, totally. So but it's like, not even diverse. They're giving it to the same dude. <laughs> they need to get a new eye guy. Disney need to hire a new eye guy that doesn't just Guys, draw circles. Are you putting your hand up? Yeah, I'll be the new eye guy. I'll draw some fucking octagons. They'll look yeah. cool. Um, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, anyway, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> hey, Hawkeye. I'm hawking here. Um, yeah, so this is like a Christmas set, uh, New York-based, um, kind of very lower stakes TV series about Jeremy Renner's character of Hawkeye that also introduces Kate Bishop, um, who is an- another Hawkeye, who is played by Haley Steinfeld. Um, who is? Down, 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 down. What's the deal with arrows? Mm, that's a good bit. Um, yeah, and like I knew it's that, like di- this, all of the trailers leading to this, I was just like, yeah, I feel like they're gonna nail it with this one, and I feel like I, I, I feel like they've stumbled so many times with Jeremy Renner's portrayal of Hawkeye, like. They made him too boring to begin with. Then they made him like the family guy. Um, you can do that theme song now if you want. Hey, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, I guess like they made him, he's, he's like, he's, he's very serious, but he's also like sarcastic. Like that, he's less of a quippy guy and more of a like, I guess, but I guess Tony is is t- sarcastic too. But he's not quippy. He's like, he's like a, uh, oh, he's really doing this. Like that kind of that's his kind of humor. He's more I guess. pessimistic. Yeah, I think. he's more like ugh. And but I feel like he, he he's he's kind of a drag when you put a character that hates everything in a team movie. But this is the first time that it feels like I mean, Cleveland. It is a show that has his name in it, so it makes sense that they did. But they've really built this show around his portrayal, and it works so well. Um, I yeah, love. Yeah, he's like a grump. Yeah, he's like yeah, it's like it's a Grinch because it's a Christmas. Yeah, it's a Christmas he's show. Scrooge. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this is these first two episodes are easily my favorite thing from the MCU so far this year. Um, I just found them so fun, and that's what I want from these movies yeah. and TV shows. Fun. I don't want to like like consider the 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 horrible things in the world as I watch an MCU mind turn off movie or tv show and this was just like what i've wanted for so long um you know they really let the cat out of the bag the genie out of the bottle um after avengers one even with like threatening disasters the arrow out of the quiver yeah or with like you know even iron man 3 which is pretty grounded like they have the extremist stuff like everything is quite over the top and it's hard to have like a billionaire or whatever have like street level you know we use yeah totally when talking about non-cosmic stuff but I'd say, like, Homecoming was the last time we got anything close to this. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there are, there are you know, literally, you know, scenes where he is in the street <laughs> in that movie. Yeah. It, it is like a, 
there are genuinely street level moments in that thing, and 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 the the oh, there's that whole montage of him swinging around Queens, uh, helping people, and it, be, it and it goes from you know him do, trying to do everything to to make Tony Stark happy, his hero. Um, and then it becomes a very personal story for him. Like the, the battle against Vulture, where he refuses to let Vulture die, mm. is such a personal fight for Peter Parker. And yeah. I think that's why it's I love that the movie best so much. Spider Man moments ever. I yeah, think. totally. Yeah. Um, but fuck, that movie nails Spider Man. I, I don't care what anyone says. It's like the best portrayal of Spider Man ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Hawkeye is. I, I'm so sick of, like you said, like the, the, like the world's going to end if. If you don't oh, man, shoot this arrow what, now, like yeah, that's what ruined Shang Chi for me. It's just like, oh, now we're in a dragon dimension. And I'm just like, I haven't like we went from fighting on buses to like fucking a dragon and like rubbing a scale wall. I was like, this is so like, I just I don't care. Like, sure, and it's not like the it's like we're seeing anything new either. Like the visuals are all so similar. Mm-hmm. There's just like lasers flying around. Like it just yeah, you know what? I probably would have liked Shang Chi a lot more if it were just like set not in this like pocket dimension of Asian caricatures. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Like, no, I'm with you on that. I, I, I get where it. it's like, oh look, it's a dog, but it's one of those like lions that you see in like But you can yeah, kind of see them doing that because they they fear the backlash of, oh, what if we don't do big scale with our first Asian hero, you know what I mean? I kind of understand why they went down that road. I totally agree. I wish they didn't. I wish it was a, yeah, was a small Just that scale. third act is such a, a slog. Um but I love that Hawkeye at this point, obviously, we're two minutes in... Sorry, two episodes into a... I don't know how many episodes it's going to be. It's probably ten. They're always six, like nine Six episodes, dude. Six episodes. Oh, We've already watched a this third is like of this This is like Venom 2 of MCU. Um, so, I feel like this is going to finish like around the same week that... Or probably like, yeah, Christmas. It's probably going to finish the week of Christmas. Um, yeah, very, because then the week after is um, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, right. Awesome. Um, so... The Cowboy Bebop anime adaptation of the Star Wars universe, the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. So, in this, obviously, we've got Jeremy Renner um, as as the big Clint. Oh, yeah, we did this. Yeah. And, and Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. But then also in the cast, we have um, Tony Dalton as uh, as uh, as Kate Bishop's mum's new fiancé. Um, his name is Jack, but he is uh, clearly a Marvel character called the Swordsman because um, he has a shitload of swords. Um, I then can't we wait ha- for the like hours of um, hundreds of hours of content of like here's everything we noticed from the first two episodes on YouTube. Yeah, this, totally. Like, well, here's where I we think this shit. sword comes from, and this sword that. could reference I, I this. I hate that. Yeah. I hate it so much because then, like, you know, once we've said before, like these are adaptations, and when it's not a one-to-one translation of the comic, people go like fucking stupid. They're just like, well, they they fill yeah. the gaps for themselves, and then they then they get so upset when their theory isn't the the plot. I hate it. Yeah, the YouTube uh, ten things you didn't notification of like media. <laughs> okay, is the fucking it is it is the worst. It's the worst thing ever. Um, did you recognize the actor playing Kate Bishop's mum, Eleanor? Yeah, it's um Vera from Fam- whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah. but. I mean, so she was someone who, um, when when I watched, um, uh, what's it Departed? called, The Departed this year, I was like, how come I've never, I don't, I don't recognize this actor from anything, and oh, uh, no, I see her in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, well, she's she's been in shitloads of things. I just haven't seen a lot of the movies. I have I'm, call me crazy, but I've not seen the boy in the striped pajamas, Angus. <clears throat> well, you know that's that's on you. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess The Conjuring is like the the big series that she's been a part of in the last decade. Um, yeah right. Yeah, but I yeah, seen that. 
um, it was cool seeing her in this. I think she's really good. I think she plays someone who could be a good guy or could be a villain. I like that, like, Kate Bishop's family is just rich as fuck. Um, I feel yeah. like they, w- they would usually try and hide that fact. I don't know, right? Like, I-, I like that it's out there straight away. I like that she sees Hawkeye. So, Hawkeye essentially saves her from being toasted when she's a little kid. And that's why she decides to be an, an arrowman. She says, Mom, I want a bow and arrow. Yeah. Um, I, th- I thought it was hilarious how we don't see the dad die. He just is dead because of Well, maybe. Avengers. Maybe he's not. Ooh, that's a good that. point. It's a fucking comic book movie. Come mm. on, dude. Uh, actually, it's a comic book TV series, dude. Come on. Actually, it's a comic book streaming service. Okay, true. All right. <laughs> um, Linda Cardellini is back. Um, I didn't... I, I, I think I missed that she was going to be in this series. Um, but it's cute that she's... I, I like that... She, she didn't call you to he- head you up, which I think is very rude on her behalf. Absolutely. Normally, she lets you know what projects... I was like, Linda, I'll take you off, I'm going to take you off Mount Rushmore if you, don't, if you, if you yeah. do this again. I'm standing here with my mallet, and I'm ready to just beat your face in on Mount Rushmore. And there could always be two Tignataros, you know? <laughs> um, but I like that, like, you know, Hawkeye is being pulled into having to have a crazy adventure again and he's not having to keep it secret from his his partner he's you know he's yeah, I, li- I like that i like that she's not angry and he's she's like, like excited oh, but i mean she's like what's the plan yeah, what are you like, gonna oh, do those guys yeah. are dickheads like yeah the tracksuit yeah. mafia oh those guys suck like i like that their relationship is so good even though we've only seen glimmers of it just i love that she's like and you know she mentions nat positively and stuff like yeah I, I loved the Rogers scene and the I loved shitty him, musical. Like, having... It was very, it was very well done. Oh, right. I just like seeing him have like PTSD essentially, and he's like, "Yeah, this is fucked. Like, this is not, <laughs> this is not what happened." And and he has a hearing a aid. Hearing I'm, aid, I'm really yeah. lacking. Just like seeing, you know, he's not superhuman or anything, and just like, you know, it really exemplifies that line that 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 like one good bit in Age of Ultron where he's like, "I'm a guy that shoots arrows. Like, what, you know." Why is he here? And it's like, yeah, this dude has taken a pounding. Like, he has no super strength. He has nothing. Yep. Um, and I like that. And they once kind again, of... it just it just makes me go like, fuck. The Black Widow movie should have been about Clint and that. Yeah. Because and the, it should have come out a decade ago. We've seen. Yeah. Once again, like, not only were yeah Eternals and that disappointing, Black Widow devolved into a third act of like stupidity, castles in the sky, and like, you know. The and again, again, because the they were like, oh, we have to give. Black Widow, the enormous third act that she deserves. It's like, no, you don't. It's, You've had it. It's called Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity War. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. We've seen her do this stuff. Just stop it. Yeah. I think, yeah, I hope that the, the, the feedback they get is that people want to see more grounded takes on these heroes. And like, does people... that seem to be like the feedback on this? Is everyone like, oh, finally, something that's not about like fucking Harry Styles, his brother or whatever? <laughs> um,. I think people are going to have like, yeah, according to Wikipedia, the series has received positive reviews with critics highlighting its action sequences and the lead actor's chemistry, which I would agree with for sure. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I like, I just, I feel like, and I love that it's set at Christmas. Like, even though like, obviously, Hark Heal the Bells is, is not a, a song that was originally composed for Home Alone. I do associate it about. with Home Alone. Yeah. They know what, they know what they're doing in evoking that. It does feel, yeah. and I, like, I don't know, man, I just like, I hope this this is the tone. I hope we don't get a WandaVision-esque like, shift to it suddenly feeling like a hat, fucking MCU hat movie, you know? Like, yeah, I hope that, like, a portal doesn't open up and they're in, a, they're in a, like, a Hawkeye-verse. Yeah, but it, it feels like... I, I like that, um, you know, we, we have um, Clint with a, with, a, with a hearing aid and clearly dealing with, like, 
hearing problems. And then in the, in the second episode, it's revealed that um, that Echo, um, who is a character, oh yeah, um, for, she's a daredevil. Um, at one point villain, at one point love interest, at one point hero. She was dead for a bit, then she was a zombie for a bit, then she's alive. Must be comics. I, I, so I, I expect all of those things to happen in the next in the next single one next episode. And if they don't, yeah. it's a bad series. Yeah, um, well, you and I have a YouTube video writing on it uh, <laughs> yeah. happening. And yeah. Uh, 10 things that you missed that will definitely happen to Echo in episode three of Hawkeye. Yeah, everything you wanted to know. It's I, Those channels just like dudes reading Wikipedia and then being upset when it's not, yeah, one-to-one translation. Yeah, when they could just be doing a podcast doing that. It's it's a much better format. Uh, people oh, are way takes, more forgiving of you. Uh, yeah, you, you, you can talk about your balls for half an hour before talking about a Spider-Man trailer and you'll only lose 10 people on Patreon. That's right. Cowards. Um, 10 <laughs> cowards. Um, so... Yeah, I, I like. I, where, where do you think the series is heading? Like from a, from a story point of view, with uh, I don't with know the tracksuit uh, mafia echo. Do you think? I like, mean, you know, the- I'm seeing it. She, I know, I, I think we'll see maybe Elena. Is it Yelena? Uh, Black mm-hmm. Widow's uh, air quote sister at one point. I think we will see. I don't know. I, I think more than anything out of I don't know. I think we'll just find out more about the Avengers. You know, ever since Endgame, they've kind of just not existed. Yeah. Like, we know that. We know that, like, you know, they said the Avengers compound, they're selling stuff from it in the black market at the start. I just don't know the status quo of the Avengers right now. I don't know if there there is an Avengers, right? Yeah, I mean, are they setting up a new one? Like, is Kate Bishop going to be part of it? You know, a new Avengers? Are they going to do Young Avengers? I mean, I don't know. I see, like, this being <laughs> about... Uh, this could be, like, Hawkeye's final hurrah, maybe. As, and then setting the up Kate, Kate Bishop, yeah. Um, yeah, which I think is great. I, I I still want Jeremy Renner to be part of the MCU. Like he could be a good like you know not action dude, but someone who's helping out from the sidelines as like an older elder statesman. I really like that concept. He's so good in this. I know he's so much fun, and it's like it, it is so funny to have like him be kind of like not just like why is he on the Avengers, but also why is this actor part of the MCU? I feel like has been part yeah. of the conversation for such a long time, and this fully. Just, just like it, it uses all of his all of his strengths. He is like this totally. kind of corny, like in in parts difficult to like, um, but like you know, and grizzled and fucked up kind of dude that just just I don't know works in, in that this goes portrayal. to a LARPing event in Central Park. Yeah, and that that, that should have been stupid, but it was really funny it and worked. like yeah. and c- kind of nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 a I I'm so happy with her with how these first two episodes have panned out. Yeah, me too. It's what I've wanted for so long from Marvel, and it's like you know, it's like not an abusive relationship at all, but it's like, it's, you know, it's not Venom, but it's like thank you. Like I have not enjoyed any of your cinematic output this year, and I've enjoyed your shows, but this is just like exactly. We're at a point now where like if you want cosmic stuff, I'm sure that'll be it. Like I've never liked cosmic comics, you know what I mean? Like, and that's fine. They exist. There's an audience. It's gonna be like. Whatever Marvel you like, you will now get. I think you know what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. cosmic shit. If you want it, that, that, and hopefully that doesn't mean they disregard. Hopefully they've learned that bigger doesn't mean better. Like in terms of live action stuff, like you just have to, you know, do cosmic and then multiverse and then fuck. I don't know what comes after that. But like, it's funny that we're at a point now where street level is like a radical thing for for a Marvel movie. It's like, oh wow, there's no powers and they're like just investigating stuff. Yeah, I like that. Um, uh, Kate Bishop just kind of feels like a Disney Channel character. 
but Legit, in a good way, like, like yeah, Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but she really works in this as, as like a foil to to Clint, and you know, she he is she idolizes him, and like, yeah, I like that she's like this like this kind of spoiled rich girl who's who's still proved herself as a, as a, as a fighter and has done like you know a bunch of things to kind of you know she's lost a father. I, yeah, there's there's a lot of of nuance to her character as well. Um, we got pizza dog. Pizza dog's there. Lucky. Um, he's a goat. But I mean, he's actually a dog, but he's a goat. He's a goat. Um, yeah, yeah man. man I've, I'm vibing. Rena's back. Uh, you know, he's got the medicine, and so, uh, it's it's the Hawkeye series. He's got that sippy cup in hand. Yeah. So we're gonna Yelena will probably show up. Julie Louise Dreyfus maybe as well. Maybe. Um, Louis, but yeah, maybe. Julie, what did I say, Louise? Sorry, Louise. sorry, Kings. <laughs> But yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm I'm glad you're enjoying Hawkeye too. It's uh, I'm enjoying it. It's a good time. And then like yeah, 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 having having this and then go straight going straight into a Spidey movie is it means we'll, we'll, we'll probably forget all of the bad moments from the MCU's 2021. That's it. They can they can erase it too. Do you want to know the Venom post credit scene or not? No, no. I'm going to see Venom in like a day. You want to see it? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry, Chief. Um, but uh, it's the end of Hey Fam. Uh, but Pay yeah. Fam is just about to begin because if you would like a second episode of Hey Fam, we do one every single week and we call it Pay Fam. And you've got to access it. It's crazy. Going to patreon.com slash Hey Fam. Uh, it's $5 a month and that gets you access to every episode of Pay Fam that we've done so far. There's over 100. Um, a multiverse of episodes, if you will. A portal open. It's a multiverse Hey Fam. It's an alternate Hey Fam. And one thing we've been doing recently is going through all the movies by the Wachowskis uh, in the lead up to the fourth Matrix movie coming out. Um, and we have made it through all the Matrixes. Uh, we've done a Speed Racer. We've done V for Vendetta. And we've done Bound. And this true, week, true. we did Cloud Atlas. And yeah. neither of us had seen that movie before. And it is a wild time that I thought we were going to go in on into this episode to shit all over the movie, but I think we both kind of finished it, kind of going. You know what? I kind of hey, respect don't spoil it. it. Okay, I re- don't wait, spoil wait, wait. it. Look, look, just let's get that money. Maybe there's a little bit of respect. We're going to put some respect yeah. on Cloud Atlas's name. Um, head over to patreoncom fam, Not just for our review of that and the reviews of all the Wachowski movies up to this point, but most importantly, we introduce you to. The two Our must follow new fam CU characters. Yeah, the two must follow Instagram accounts of 2021. Uh, yeah. I think you're going to love the information that we share with you in this episode yeah. of PayFam. The Hawkeye and Kate Bishop of Instagram this year, I think the best duo. Who's oh actually I was going to say oh actually no because one of them's older so that, that's clearly Hawkeye yeah. right. The one and, looks older because of their weathered skin. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well look anyway, yeah. come solve this mystery. Head over to patreoncom fan. We'd love to have you there, not just to listen to our extra content, but also to join our Discord, which you can for the five dollars a month over at patreoncom fan. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Boston makes me feel good. Hey! Bam, bam, bam. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.